From a secret location in room 100 of 540 Jack Gibbs Boulevard, this is Craft. I'm your host, Doug Dangler. Singer-songwriter Peter Mulvey has released over a dozen CDs, a DVD, and had a very well-received TEDx talk. He'll be in Columbus on Friday, May 13th as part of the Six String Concert Series. Welcome to Craft, Peter Mulvey. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. So, Peter Mumbley, you have been uh, a strong presence in singing the singer-songwriter for genre for a while. In fact, long enough that the Boston Globe uh, referred to you as his voice feels like fine old leather and his guitar sounds like it's on steroids. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about how you got into uh, singing, songwriting, and all the things that led up to the moment where you get such accolades from the Boston Globe. Well... Uh, I guess it started when I was 20, um, 21. I, I uh, took a semester in Ireland and started playing with the street musicians there in Dublin and just got bit by the performance bug. And then I moved out to Boston and started playing in the subways. By the time I was 22, that was how I was making rent. And by the time I was 24, I was on the road. What's it like going from being in the subway playing uh, to, you know, going into recording studio and then going out onto the road. That has to be a period of your life that was a lot of changes for you and changed your mind about a lot of things, I would imagine. Oh, definitely. I mean, it always comes down to the central thing of live performance, and that's what I've wanted to do with my entire life, and I've been lucky enough to do it. I love making records. Um, and I love writing songs, but all of those are just for a purpose, and that purpose is to play music for people in a room. I mean, it's all I've ever wanted to do since I was a teenager, and it's all I've ever done. What is there, this is from a non-performer, but what is there about playing for people in a room that resonates so strongly for you? Music is a pretty mysterious thing. I mean, I've been doing it, you know, 100, 140 nights a year for 20-some years. And it remains mysterious. I mean, my favorite thing about music is that it happens in the air and that it is intangible. You know, you can, you can put it on a record, but it's not the same thing. Um, in all my travels, I, I got to meet, uh, I got to meet, uh, well, I met a lot of people, but I met Kevin Kniff, who's the drummer for the Irish band, the Chieftains, because I used to play in his town a lot. And he pointed something out, which is that you can take you know, a superlative record like Blood on the Tracks by Bob Dylan. And you can put it on your turntable and be unmoved. You can think, oh, well, that's Blood on the Tracks. Sounds pretty good today. Or you can be utterly transported. Uh, that was his word, and it was such an apt word. And I, I think, you know, to me, that's the mystery that keeps me coming back. I'm making sounds in the air, in a room, and now those sounds are falling into the ears and the minds of, of all the people in the room. And sometimes it's pretty good, fine. And then sometimes something transcendent and, and magical and we are all transported. Right. Let's make that specific maybe on, on one song. Um, you've written a song called What Else Was It? Tell me about the yeah. writing of that song and maybe a little bit about when you perform that, what it what you feel or, or what you see reflected by the audience? I write a lot, and I write often, and I try to be in good shape as a writer. You kind of have to keep the wheel spinning as a writer uh, so that when a song like that presents itself to you, 
you can capture it all at once. So I wrote that song in about 10 minutes. Uh, it wrote itself, really. And, um, you know, I mean, if you, if you listen through to the lyrics, you, you can only, I think you can only write lyrics like that by having, you know, lived and gotten scuffed up. You took a shovel to the basement And you blistered up your hands You danced all night at the wedding You stayed up drinking with the band You made love until the daylight Was creeping across the floor Hopefully there's something very human about that song and that they you know the lyrics that they recognize themselves in it and then through whatever whatever mood the music can create um that they recognize that i recognize them does that make sense right. I, I i feel like i'm trying to create an open space and allow a listener to inhabit the song and i feel like that one does it pretty good mm-hmm. And you've got another song that I think you'll play when you're in town with six-string concerts that uh, I wanted to ask you about called Back in the Wind. So tell me about yeah. how that one came about and uh, how you you know, you know feel about writing that one. Wow. Well, that one, that's more of sort of a work-a-day song. I mean, I've been writing a song every Tuesday for a long time. And uh, my buddy Paul Seabar, who is a great Milwaukee R&B singer and musicologist, he just came over and we said, well, let's just, let's just bust this out and see what happens. And so I think we came up with the riff and, uh, and then we just started tossing lines back and forth. Somebody started it. I got a feeling they've been gone a while. They wrote me into it. There wasn't nothing I could do. The record was produced by Chuck Prophet and we had a blast working in the studio with him because it was immensely stressful. Chuck uh, Chuck is a rock and roller and he's, he's a very combative artist, you know. Any idea is immediately you know, well why does it have to be that way? And so uh, you know, this was, this, this tune we wrote it as sort of a slow rocker and Chuck just sort of like, this was maybe the eighth or ninth song we recorded and by that time we all trusted him as, you know, sort of a trustworthy madman. And he just changed everyone's roles, wrote an intro, moved a section, and, you know, changed the tempo utterly. And we, I think it was a first take when we put it on the record. So it's fun. I, you know, that's, I, 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 I hope uh, that all of my songs are fun, but I know that some of them can be perhaps more winsome or reflective. So once in a while, it's nice to just write a up-tempo rock and roll tune like this. That's a really interesting description of, of saying you had a blast in the studio, but uh, you were working for a trustworthy madman. Yeah. That's got to be nerve-wracking. That seems to me like it would make it difficult to have an enjoyable time. I mean, I've had people that I worked with that were uh, challenging, but I don't yeah. know that I necessarily come away going, oh, I had a blast fighting for everything that we did in that moment. Yeah, you know, what it, what it comes down to is with Chuck, at first I was very worried. I mean, you're utterly right. I spent the first night when we were making this record just lying awake thinking this is the largest mistake I've made in the past few <laughs> years. But the thing about Chuck is there is not a lot of, well, there's no, there's no malice and there's no ego 
in it. He's not fighting to win a fight. He's fighting because that's how he gets his good ideas. I mean, that was the thought that occurred to me in the middle of the night. I went, wait a minute, wait, wait. Chuck's a great artist. And if he's fighting, that makes sense. Listen to his songs. If you, if you ever check out his songs sometime, that is at one combative uh, limbic system. Let's just say that. <laughs> Okay. On Friday, May 13th, when you will be with Six Strings in Columbus, Ohio, uh, have have you been to Columbus before? Is this a new thing for you? Is this, uh, you, you sound like you travel a lot. Yeah, I do travel a lot. I mean, by the time I, by the time I get to you, I'm, I'm talking to you from O'Hare Airport where I'm going down to play Texas and Louisiana, and then I'm playing Belgium, um, Germany, the Netherlands, and Ireland, and Sheboygan. And then I'm coming to Columbus. Uh, I have been there before. I played the I played Little Brothers once, and I believe I played the six string series, but it must have been ten, twelve years ago or fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just really looking forward to it. The thing I'm sort of most looking forward to is the guy who is also on the bill. His name's John Elliott, and uh, now he's young compared to me. And uh, I saw him play in Kansas City. We were at sort of a, a music conference and in the confines of a hotel room where like show where a showcase was going on so very sterile confines um he and i were playing this showcase and he played this amazing tune about being on the road and being young and being on the road and i i started playing some harmony parts on the guitar and there were these three ladies who had uh, you know a string trio cello viola and violin and they started just improvising string parts and the entire room in the unlikeliest of circumstances became transported it was magic it was fantastic everyone was really moved and i'm really looking forward to hearing that song again well that's great well we look forward to seeing you on friday may 13th uh, with the six string concert series and thank you very much for talking to me with me today peter mulvey thank you it was a, it was a riot For more information from my guests, visit www.crafttheshow.com. This is Doug Dangler. Until next time, be creative.